before you, Father, we're so grateful for these tithes and these offerings, the jobs that you give us, the health that you give us, Father, the protection, everything that you do for us, Lord, that we may acknowledge you and just be blessed by you, Father, and not be an ungrateful people, Lord. Uh, Lord, but we want to just ask that you bless and multiply these tithes and these offerings, Lord, and that you just receive them, Father, and you uh, for your house, Lord, and that we just continue to uh, uh, extend and, and uh, move forward to the vision, Lord, that was planted here, Father. Uh, we also ask, Lord, that you just bless the, all my brothers and sisters here, Lord, with uh, peace of mind, Lord, that they may be able to receive the word uh, and understand it, Father. Uh, and just let your presence uh, uh, speak to us this morning, Father. We're so grateful for everything that you do, Lord, and that you always show up. We ask this all in your precious and holy name, in the name of Jesus, amen. Amen, amen. God bless the group uh, this morning. Y'all may uh, be dismissed. Dios bendiga a todos, hermanos. Se pueden sentar todos. O se vino el frío, amen. Estamos preparados? Are we ready for the cold, brothers and sisters? Hopefully not too long. Morito says, this ain't cold. <laughs> I know, Morito, I know. This is like a vacation. This is a, a what is it, a, a heat wave for you. <laughs> is it cold up there in Utah yet? Yeah. Good to see you here. God bless you. Um, it's, it's wonderful to, to see uh, each other. I know the years pass and there's more grays and a little bit more other things going on in people's lives, mainly mine. But uh, praise the Lord, God's good. <laughs> El Señor es bueno, hermanos. Tuvimos café esta mañana. Do we have some coffee this morning? We're going to need it. We're going to need it. I needed it last night as I was digging, digging into this um, and uh, praying that God allows uh, his word to reveal itself. Vamos a necesitar el café, hermanos, porque ayer en la noche cuando estaba uh, preparando el mensaje, uh, estaba pensando unas cosas uh, y uh, el Señor se estaba revelando, pero yo sé que vamos a necesitar uh, su presencia aquí este día para lo que vamos a hablar. We're going to need his presence here uh, this morning for what we're going to be talking about and going over. Amen. Uh, God bless uh, the, the young kids and the youth. Uh, God bless the children this uh, morning. Dios bendiga a los niños uh, esta mañana, hermanos. Hay muchas cosas que pasan, hermanos, en la vida que no entendemos y no podemos explicar. Yo creo que un buen ejemplo de entender esto, apenas lo pensé, es um, muchas veces... Estoy comenzando hablando español porque muchas veces la cultura del mexicano y el, el americano o el, el, el americano mexicano también son diferentes. Hay cosas que hacemos que son diferentes. Y yo estaba pensando, uh, uh, leyendo muchos reciclos, leyendo cosas que, que diferentes cosas que hemos estudiado y diferentes cosas que hemos uh, leído en la Biblia. Uh, que muchas veces no entendemos la Biblia porque uh, cosas que estaban pasando no eran de nuestra cultura. ¿Sí me entendieron en eso? You know, I started thinking about, uh, right now, I, the example just came to me. Uh, it wasn't even the example that I was thinking about, but that 
uh, you have people from Mexico and you have Mexican-Americans. And though they can understand each other at times, not all the times. Estaba diciendo que a veces lo podemos entender el mexicano y el mexicano-americano como yo ahorita. A veces se entiende y a veces no. Sometimes we can understand each other, but sometimes we can't. But there's, there's cultural differences too between us that are, you know, different. And sometimes in the Word of God, as we're reading it, we don't understand the Word of God because of those cultural differences from us and what's in the Bible. And so it's nice to be able to dig in into the Word of God and understand it completely. Uh, I want to understand it completely. You know, I want to understand historical differences. I want to understand cultural differences. And sometimes that's doing research, and I found myself doing more research than I've done before when it comes to just trying to understand things um, and be able to explain them better. Me hallé más que todo que en el pasado, hermanos, buscando la historia y la cultura de lo que vamos a hablar esta mañana. Pero el título del mensaje esta mañana es Entendiendo la cultura de la palabra de Dios. Understanding the culture of the word of God. Es importante entender la cultura, hermanos, porque hay cosas que los judíos hacen Uh, como, como trataron cosas, como hablaron de cosas, uh, las uh, festividades, ¿es eso que festivals? ¿Cómo festivals? ¿Cómo? Festivales, que... No, dije, no lo dije así, festivales. <laughs> festivales. Oh, me, me, no, hermano, I need to repeat it so I remember it. Festivales. Uh, si sí, muchos de los festivales que, que, que tenían tenían propósito eran como calendar para ellos iban a saber el, el, los partes del año también uh, y eso es importante porque podemos leer ahí que pasó en este festival que tenían para que podías en los años ver cuando cosas estaban pasando sometimes we don't understand that because they're not our festivals Um, so they would pass through, they would celebrate festivals uh, or victories, you know, um, and, and as, the, you know, the Sabbath, they would see things that they would take through the years so they could hold on to something and understand through the year what the, how the calendar was working too. It was their form of also following a calendar for some of these. And sometimes we don't understand that, and it's very important as the Word of God will say that it was during this festival that Jesus did this or during this that King David um, did something. So we could actually hold on to some of these things, and I think some of these things are critical, and sometimes we don't spend enough time uh, trying to understand them. Uh, es importante, hermano, los festivales, que entender que como calendar uh, de los años pasa, pasando, que David podía hacer algo que pasó en el mismo tiempo de Jesús, en ese tiempo del año. Esos eran bien importantes porque... Dios no hizo nada sin querer decir algo con la acción que hizo. And it's important to understand that, um, you know, Jesus never came and did a miracle at a certain time out of coincidence. He did it because there was a reason if you look at it historically. So it's beautiful when you can kind of tie those things together and really want to dig in and, and you know, have those aha moments. Uh, like we were talking about how uh, the veil was torn. And a lot of people didn't understand the veil because um, it's not something that's in our culture, but in, in the Jewish culture, it's very important. 
the tabernacle. And it's something that they understand and they follow. Uh, muchos nosotros no entendemos uh, que el velo cuando estaba rompido, no estábamos entendiendo o podemos uh, imaginar qué grande era o lo que sea, porque no era parte de nuestra cultura. Si no es parte de tu cultura, no vas a... So cuando oyeron diferentes cosas, qué altura tenía que... Uh, thickness, ancho es ancho. ¿Cómo? Rosor. Ah, ok, rosor que, que tuvo um, para que no podías ver adentro. Eso es uh, algo que ni sabía yo. Pero cuando te metes buscando y hallando y oyendo de judíos que hablan de eso, es importante. So esas cosas, cosas son importantes. They're important. These things are important. As important as, they, as it is the battles that we have, spiritual battles and understanding stuff, it's also understanding uh, why the word is saying what the word is, why Jesus did what he did. And so we can, wow, that's even more of an impact, understanding that and being able to see that. So we're going to talk about a couple of things uh, today. One in particular we're going to stay on and focus. And, and let's start, if we can, uh, if we can go to uh, Amos 3.7. Nunca vamos para este libro tanto, pero aquí Amos 3, 16, no, 7. Porque no hará nada el Señor Jehová sin que revele, revele su secreto, secreto a sus siervos. Los profetas. Surely the Lord God will do nothing, but he revealeth his secrets unto his servants, the prophets. Now, this is what's really uh, critical is that the Lord put a lot of revelation in the, in the word of God. And, and, we, and we've read the Bible before, and there's some people that don't understand it. And they don't understand it for a lot of reasons. Some people just don't understand it because they don't want to understand it. You got those people, right? Can I get an amen from anybody? I'm not saying that you are those people, so you guys can say, amen, there are people that don't do it. You guys can help out. We can, you know, we can have a back and forth this morning if you guys want to. Hay personas, hermanos, que no entienden la, la Biblia. ¿Por qué? Porque no quieren entenderlo. Es cierto que no nomás no lo quieren entender. A unos se ofendieron, o unos no creen que es algo de antigua, que no tiene, um, uh, no soporta lo que como ellos creen ahorita o quieren vivir ahorita. Es, es su derecho. It's their decision. You have a right to you have a right to not believe the Bible, okay? There you go. The word of God even says that that people that's called free will. I'm not saying anything. I'm not encouraging it, but I'm saying that God gave you free will, so you have a right to not believe the Bible. Now there's some people that change the Bible. And so they'll stay on stuff or they'll take out stuff as they're talking about the Bible. Hay personas hermanos que cambian la Biblia. No, no leen la Biblia completa. Se olvidan de cosas que dice la Biblia. ¿Para qué? ¿Y por qué? Para, support, para no sentirse san, uh, tan malos. Hay muchas iglesias que son así también. Por eso hay mucha religión aquí. Pero una cosa, hermanos, que no podemos contra es el Señor. Porque Él es vivo. Es una palabra vivo el Señor. He's a living word. So you can take out all the stuff you want, but it doesn't mean that stuff's not going to still happen. You, know, you can say, oh, I don't think the world's going to end this way. Well, it doesn't mean that you start seeing the sky one day all black. You start seeing the wars that it talks about in the Bible and the tribulations that come. It doesn't mean that that stops just because we removed it. 
A veces, hermanos, creemos que nosotros no creyendo algo no va, no va a dejar que se cumpla. ¿Se cumplea? Cumple, cumple. Thank you. Que se cumple en, en la vida, pero todavía se va a cumplir. ¿Creyendo o no creyendo? Y hay personas, hermanos, que leen la palabra de Dios y, y le aman y, y le cuidan y, y, y quieren más del Señor. Quieren añadir cosas en sus vidas. Pueden ver que el Señor es bueno y quieren aprender más. Comienzan a como, a nosotros uh, gastamos mucho tiempo en cosas, en cosas. Estamos gastando mucho tiempo en cosas. We waste a lot of time on things. A lot of time we waste on things. If you don't think it is and you're not saying amen, it's because you're probably a waster of the most time. Because we do. You know, we, the saddest thing is when I saw people try to explain why they put the, the, the focus button on the phone. You know, if you, you, you know, if you go to your phone and you swipe here in the corner, there's a little button here that says focus. You push it and you can do all different types of focuses. You can choose your focus. You know why they put that on there? It's because they messed up. If you hear them explain about it, they didn't realize how many people were going to get out of focus because of this. Because of all the notifications that come up, all the you got this, you got this, 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 and that, that you weren't having time to sit around a table and have dinner with your family or even sleep at night. They messed up. Pusieron un botón aquí, hermanos, que quita personas llamándote, mandándote mensajes, otros cosas que vienen diciendo que ver esto y eso. Y muchos de nosotros estamos así. Pusieron una otra cosa que enseña cuántas horas están en el teléfono y qué están viendo. ¿Qué están viendo? Le dicen screen time. They put another thing on there that you can actually go and you can see your screen time and what you're doing. How much you're on something. And it's crazy because you don't even have to go to it. It will actually say, your screen time for this week has been this. A veces necesitas buscarlo, te mandan un mensaje que estabas viendo esto, estabas haciendo esto. Emails o lo que sea. Trabajo o en el teléfono o lo que sea. Pero a veces estamos gastando tiempo, no poniendo ese tiempo en el Señor. Es importante, si quieres a, a conocer al Señor más, necesitamos a leer de Él, necesitamos entender más de Él. If you want to learn more about God and understand God more, you have to put the time in to try to learn from Him and understand. Amen? So, uh, if we turn to Proverbs 25, 2. Proverbios 25.2 dice, hermanos, gloria de Dios es encubrir, ¿qué? Gloria a Dios es encubrir, la palabra más honra del rey es, es ¿qué? ¿Qué? escudrinar, escudrinar la palabra. It is the glory of God to conceal a thing, but the honor of kings is to search out. A matter. Me gusta como dice aquí, es bien interesante aquí, hermanos, porque muchas veces no entendemos por qué estamos 
a veces en, sufriendo en nuestras vidas, en muchas, muchas cosas, no nomás estoy hablando cosas físicas, estoy hablando cosas espirituales. Ah, es que, es que yo voy para la iglesia, pero no siento que estoy creciendo, no siento que, que, que Dios me está hablando, no, no estoy sintiendo que estoy cambiando. ¿Lo estás buscando? ¿No estás poniendo el trabajo en tu fe? You know, sometimes we'll come and we're like, oh, I don't know, I don't feel like I'm growing, I don't feel like I'm learning much. And we're just thinking that as osmosis, like we show up to church and we're like, and we walk out of here and we're like, I'm a more, I'm a, I'm a better Christian than I was when I came in. No, it's the work. It's the work we put in. It's got to be the work you're putting in, the desire, the excitement. I remember when, when I had that switch in my life. Where I wasn't just going to be a hearer, but I was going to also start searching and being a doer and wanting to be a doer in my life. Because I had to have that switch. Because I had that struggle too. I had those desires. I had temptations in my life. And I failed many times. But I had to come to that point where I cut off that and I said, God, I'm liking what you're showing me. I'm liking what my future can be with you. Tiene un, un punto en mi vida, hermanos, donde yo tuve una decisión de dejar cosas que no me estaban uh, uh, ayudando en mi vida espiritual. Yo quería crecer en las cosas del Señor. Quería leer más cosas. Hermanos, yo, yo gastaba mucho tiempo. Yo te podía de, decir cosas que no importaban nada de las noticias. I mean, I, you, I hear some of y'all talk about stuff, and I laugh because you were nothing compared to how I was absorbing nonsense. And I know I'm not the only one here that's like that. But I absorbed a lot of nonsense that was nothing to, had no gain for me. And I had to start deciding at one time, I'm done with that. I'm going to start adding stuff that has gain for me, stuff that would matter to me, stuff that's going to be good for my life. You know, it didn't matter if I could tell you, you know, how many yards somebody rushed for this past Sunday. And then you'd be like, oh, how, do you, how does he know that? Exactly to the point. Or what ranking they were and things. There was a lot of stuff that had no gain for me. Muchas cosas, hermanos, que, que yo tenía en memoria o tenía uh, de las noticias de, de juegos y todo, que no, no, no me ganaba nada. Pero lo tenía. Listo para una conversación con alguien. <laughs> Platicar de, uh, de un, how do you say team? Equipo, equipo, right? I wanted to say that, but I thought that was equipment. Equipo, de un equipo o algo. Yo sabía, querías tener, tener plática en algo. Yo sabía las noticias. Pero comencé a pensar, ¿qué, qué, gana, uh, qué gana tenía yo entendiendo eso? No tenía nada. Un punto cuando necesitas dejar esas cosas y enamorarte con qué? Con el Señor, con la palabra de Dios, sabiendo que hay que vida en la palabra de Dios. You know, we got to understand one time, we got to grow up. I had to grow up. And I sometimes find myself still having to grow up. Grow up, Gabe. You guys can say that. Everybody wants to get on that one. Look at that. No amens, no hallelujahs, but everybody will say, Grow up, Gabe. I haven't seen you guys smile since the very beginning of the service. And I said, you guys can say, grow up, Gabe. Everybody wants to do it. But we do. 
we find ourselves sometimes not honoring God in, in our lives through things. But I like this verse here because it says, God will hide things, kings will search them out. What are you today? What have you decided to be today? He's the king of kings. But I want to search it out because I feel like, ooh, God, you have something for me today, Jesus. And we turn to 2 Peter 1.21. So we're talking about 2 Peter 1. 21, hermanos. Dice la palabra de Dios aquí. ¿Por qué la profecía no fue en los tiempos pasados traída por voluntad humana, sino los santos hombres de Dios hablan, hablaron siendo inspirados de qué? Del Espíritu Santo. For the prophecy came not in the old time by the will of man, but holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. You know, there's people that say, oh, man wrote the Bible. That's always been our excuses, like, hey, man has done a lot of terrible things through life, and men wrote the Bible. I don't know how many of y'all have ever heard that. Hay muchas uh, personas que dicen, el hombre escribió la Biblia, so podían tener faltas, que son hombres. Pero la diferencia, hermanos, Sí es cierto que hombres lo escribieron. Pero esos hombres era, estaban llenos del Espíritu Santo. Eso es diferente de un hombre que no está lleno y un, un hombre que es un vaso listos para ser usados del Señor. There's a difference between a man and a man that's used as a vessel by God. What are we being used for? How are we being used? You have that decision to make. You have a... You know, you, you have that decision to make. And again, some, for some of us, we'll continue on, and this is the, this is the path that we'll take. You, you, you've decided that, you know what, I'm just going gonna, gonna to write it out. I'm going to write it out. I'm going to write it out. That day of judgment, that day I'm in front of, uh, you know, God, is the, that's good enough for me. And again, I don't have a problem with that. Yo no tengo problema con eso, hermanos. ¿Por qué? Porque la Biblia habla de eso. Íbamos a estar en... En un, un tiempo donde personas iban a pensar así, que no lo importaban, que hasta que el día que estoy en juicio está bien. Pero yo no quiero estar así. Si me dice que la palabra de Dios me va a juzgar, mejor es entender que voy a estar juzgado. ¿En qué voy a estar juzgado? If it says that the, His word is going to judge me, the word of God is going to judge me that day, it's better that I'm understanding the word of God. And I'm getting closer to Him in my life. Pero muchos de nosotros no queremos oír eso porque pagamos cosas y, ah, no, otra vez que del pecado, de esto, de esto. But we got to understand that God is speaking to us through his word. But there's times we don't understand the word of God because it wasn't our culture. Hay veces que no entendemos la palabra de Dios porque no era nuestra cultura. Y si no es tu cultura, a veces estás rascándote. You know, I started looking at some things, as a matter of fact, I, uh, I highlighted some things. Do you know, I, I, and I've traveled, I, I, I've traveled a couple of places, but I haven't traveled even that far. I've, I've been to New York City, and, uh, and one time I was in New York City, and I, um, I went to a Jewish school in, 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 a, in a community that was all Jewish. You know, they had, you know, the hats, they had the little, I forget what they call the, the hair that comes down. You know, they were, of, uh, they were Orthodox Jews, right? 
Uh, and I went to reach out my hand to shake this lady that was a teacher, and, and she went like this. And I was like, you know, you did that whole little move where you go, okay. Okay, extendí mi mano para, how do you say, saludar a una persona, era judía, maestra de una escuela que íbamos a trabajar con unos niños, y hizo así. Me miró, no es que no me miró, pero me ofendí un poquito. Me vi mi mano y lo vi la, le, la ve otra vez. Pero no entendía que en su cultura la mujer nunca toca otro hombre, nomás su marido. I didn't know that. This wasn't like I was a little kid when I did this. I've been reading the Bible, and, but I didn't understand their customs, some of their customs. So you start to see if that custom was there, going back to the Bible, and you can imagine the woman washing Jesus' feet, and everybody looking. Yeah, 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 I felt the same way too, and I'm like, I'm like, whoa. So the impact that that was that Jesus was trying to offend somebody, but not even they're not even realizing the forgiveness that this woman was feeling, that she didn't even care if people were looking at her by doing that. She was in the presence of God. And again, there's things like that, you know. But I started reading some other ones too, and, and some of these things I've done to people that from other countries, you know, and, and some of them are comical and, you know, like in some, in some countries it's, it's offensive to tip. Everybody likes that one. Take me to that country. En unos países es una ofensa para dar que es pro... Propina, thank you. La propina. Ellos creen, no, yo, ya, ya, ya me pagan. Es una ofensa para ellos porque ya, ya lo están pagando. Aquí en América no está. No más me dices eso. Pero en países es, es una ofensa para hacer eso. Yo cuando ahí eso, cuando yo vi en los recibos que no tenían lugar para poner algo, le preguntaba a la persona, dice, no, no, aquí no sé. Estaban en la... Uh, la tierra reina una vez y no lo tenían le pregunté a la persona que estaba con ellos y dijeron no, 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 no dejas aquí no hacen eso Ingla England tierra <laughs> el soccer, el soccer tú sabes el fútbol la tierra del fútbol uh, I didn't know this one in some countries sitting in the back of a cab is offensive like in America, that's not offensive, but in some places, they want you to sit right next to them. You know, and, and it talks about the countries that are, uh, there's some gestures that we can do that are offensive. Laughing with your mouth open for the, for the Japanese is offensive. <laughs> that's why you see those karate moves and they go. Riéndote con tu boca abierto en unos países es una ofensa. No sabía eso. Los Japo, para los japoneses, por eso las vistas del karate se empezarían. <risa> Pero es cierto, ¿por qué? Porque ellos tienen su cultura. Y en la Biblia, uh, uh, los judíos tenían cultura que a veces no entendemos nosotros. No podemos entenderlo hasta que los metemos 
uh, y buscamos de historia todo esto. So we get into here, and I want us to read in Exodus 25:22 to start to understand the scope of what we're going to uh, go talk about when it comes to culture. Queremos leer en Exodus, hermanos, 25:22. Aquí dice, E de allí me declaré a ti y hablaré contigo de sobre la cubierta de entre los dos, ¿cómo? Querubines que están sobre el arca de testimonio, todo lo que yo te mandaré para los hijos de Israel. And therefore I will meet with thee, and I will commune with thee from above, the Lord was telling Moses. From above where? The mercy seat. From between the two cherubims, which are upon the ark of the testimony. Of all things which I give thee in the commandment unto the children of Israel. We talked about this, right? The tabernacle. Now, the tabernacle was the ark of the covenant, right? Between the ark of the covenant, there was two cherubims that faced each other. As they were facing each other, there was a flat, you can see it. They have images of it. There's a flat place that they called it the mercy seat. Because that's where God would come to talk to his people. And so he says, the Lord's telling Moses here, I will meet you at this place so I could declare to my people, I can talk to my people from here. And this is where the tabernacle was. And this is where God was going to start to meet Moses. And we could see all the way to the time of Jesus, they held onto this place that was covered with a veil. And so the more you research this and you start to understand, but this is where it talks about the mercy seat, as they call it, amen? But if we turn to uh, Exodus 18, 13, we just go back a little bit. We can see here, si leemos aquí en Exodus 18, 13, hermanos, y aconteció que otro día se sentó Moses a juzgar al pueblo. El pueblo estuvo delante de Moses desde la mañana hasta la tarde. And it came to pass on the morrow that Moses sat to judge the people. And the people stood by Moses from the morning until the evening. So Moses had a great nation, right? They came out of Egypt, right? So Moses had a seat in the synagogue or their moving tabernacle because they were moving in tents, right? So he had a seat that he would sit at. And Moses would sit in the seat, and people would come up, and they would talk about things that were going on in different areas of the camp. And Moses would judge them according to the Lord. And if you keep on reading on this, Moses' father-in-law tells him, this is too great of a job for you. There's, this people are big. And we know the, the background to that. This, these people are big, and you know, you're going to need help. Which Moses agrees, and God sends him help. Because this was going to be a big job. Could you imagine all day hearing people come with their complaints? Ah, so-and-so leaves the garbage cans out all the time. They don't ever put them in after the garbage trucks come and get it. This is the HOA. So Moses was sitting there, and he had his seat that he would sit at to judge according to God. So now you have the mercy seat that's between where? The Ark of the Covenant, right? The cherubims. And then you have Moses' seat. Amen? So we're trying to understand this because 
it comes full circle as we start to read the word of God. Estamos leyendo aquí, hermanos, que... How do you say the Ark of the Covenant? I've, what was I? La Arca del... ¿Cómo? El Arca del Pacto. Que estaba en los días de Moisés. Estamos leyendo ahí en Éxodos uh, 25-22. Que ese arco, arca... ¿Arca? ¿Es arca? Arca tenía um, uh, un, un lugar plano que decían que era el ciento de misericordia. Ahí es donde el Señor iba a estar para Moisés poder hablar con él o lo iba a hablar a Moisés diciendo qué decir al pueblo de Dios. Era un lugar bien especial. Tenían muchas guerras para que perdieron eso con los filisteños, filisteños, filisteos en guerras. Mucha lucha estaban peleando para para esa esa cosa. Y aquí antes estábamos leyendo eso, pero también hay, hay, daba otro ciento que después que se falleció Moisés, que era el ciento de Moisés. Y muchos de los, ¿cómo se dice? Rabbis. ¿Rabinos? Están rabinos, ¿es eso? <laughs> que no digo rabies, brother. ¿Cómo es, hermana? ¿Es rabinos? Levi. Dos me dicen, si, si me, otro me dice mula, es que soy mula. No, no saben ese chiste, te lo digo más tarde. Uh, so, rabinos, uh, e, ellos se sentaban en el ciento de Moisés. Cuando estaban en el sinagogio, sinagoga, sinagoga, that's right. E, ellos se sentaban ahí cuando hablaban a personas, a gente del pueblo de Dios. Entonces era, era otro ciento. Tenías dos cientos, el ciento de misericordia uh, y el ciento de Moisés. So we can read here that Moses would sit and so they kept this seat all these years even to the time of Jesus. The seat of Moses. They didn't have the Ark of the Covenant anymore. But in the synagogues they would keep the seat of Moses. And so now we read here in Matthew 23, Amen. Vamos para Mateos 23, 1, hermanos. Y leemos aquí. Entonces habló Jesús a las gentes y a sus discípulos. Then spoke Jesus to the multitude and to his disciples. Versículo 2. Desciendo sobre la cantera de Moisés, se, uh, se sentaron los escribas. Y los fariseos, saying that the scribes and the Pharisees sit where? In Moses' seat, right? Uh, uh, the next verse, I'm sorry. Uh, así que todo lo que os dijeren que guardéis, guardar lo, lo y hacerlo. Mas no hagáis conforme a sus obras, porque dicen y no que dicen y no hacen. Uh, so, brothers and sisters, it says here, uh, although all therefore whatsoever they bid you observe, that observe and do, but do not ye after their works, for they say and do not. So, if we go back one, let's go back a verse here to verse two, right? Saying the scribes and the Pharisees sit where? 
So podemos ver, ver aquí, hermanos, que tenían 200 aquí. Tenían, una, tenían un ciento que era de Dios, una, un ciento que le decían las, el ciento de misericordia. Y tenían otro ciento que era el ciento que era de Moisés. Y no era malo que era de Moisés, pero lo han, lo han hecho malo. Porque estaban hablando y no haciendo lo que estaban, estaban hablando. Y dijo Jesús aquí, ¿ok? So as, as we keep on reading here, now we get into to seeing something here where there's a little bit of revelation in, in God. Now, we're, we're going to start here in Isaiah 61.1. Vamos a ir para Isaías 61.1, hermanos. El Espíritu de, de Señor Jehová es sobre mí, porque me, porque me ungió Jehová. Ha me enviado a predicar buenas nuevas. A los que habitados a vendar y los quebrantados de corazón. A vendar a los quebrantados del corazón. A publicar libertad a los cautivos y a los presos a abertura de la cárcel. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good things unto the meek. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim, pro, proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to them that are bound. Now, what's powerful about this is that this was a revelation. This was a prophecy, right? The book of Isaiah is what? A book of prophecy. So Isaiah is prophesizing this. This is a very important passage right here. Why? Because Jesus is about to refer to this passage somewhere. And if we turn to Luke 4.16, si voltamos, hermanos, para Lucas 17, And he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. I like, now, now in doing this research, right, you start to find out stuff. But I like because, you know, Luke was a Gentile. Anybody know that? I didn't know he was a Gentile. So Luke's books are different from all the other Gospels because he's very particular on details that the other ones that were Jewish kind of were like, eh, everybody would know that. Luke would say certain things to let you know, like, oh, wow, okay. And it's a little bit more profound, and there's, there's passages and acts and stuff like that that you'll start to see as he's referring to being a Gentile. But you see here, he leaves us something. It says, and he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. El vino para, uh, dice, y vino a Nazaret, donde había sido criado. Now, it seems like a coincidence, right? But there's a reason that he came to Nazareth at this time. Because in, in, in the synagogues, uh, the rabbis, everybody, they wanted to keep the scrolls of the word of God. They wanted to keep the scrolls. They were always afraid that they were going to be lost. So what they would do, they would have families, right? The Carr family, you guys are going to take here the book of Genesis 1 through 5, and you guys are going to memorize it. And now your oldest would come and read Genesis 1 through 5 to everybody. And then, and then we come over here, the Beltran family, you guys are going to, you know, take Exodus. And then the Beltran, the, the eldest would come and read. So... Jesus comes back, to, comes back to Nazareth, and we keep on reading here. And what's amazing is his section that he's going to read. 
And so we see here, and he came back to Nazareth where he had been brought up, and in his custom, and his custom was. Why does it say that? Because this custom was this, that he was going to open up the scrolls and read from it. Him being what? The eldest of, his, of Joseph and Mary. So he comes here. They acknowledge him. He comes up, and we see here it says, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for a read. Now, see, I never understood any of that stuff. Why? Because it's not my culture. Nunca entendí, hermanos, que Jesús vino para atrás a su pueblo donde nació porque, como dice aquí, que conforme a su costumbre, que es conforme a su costumbre venir para atrás? No, es que... Ellos tenían razón porque leían, no sé cómo se dice scrolls, de la palabra antigua, de abrieron ahí en, 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 en el sinagoga, sinagoga, y leían. Pero lo hacían así, esta familia va a leer, leer esto siempre, para recordar de, porque tenían temor que la palabra se iba a olvidar. Y algo iba a pasar y no se iban a recordar. Pero si tú te leías eso con tu familia, y en, cuando era tu tiempo de año, en ese año, para venir, lo leías tú. So Jesús viene a ese tiempo para leer esto. So Jesus comes. And see, all, the word leaves out a lot of stuff at that, at that time until you go in there and you start realizing that that was their custom. That the elders would come and read. So what's he going to read, right? So he, it says uh, where he had been brought up and where the custom, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for, uh, for to read, verse 17. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaías. Isaías. Uh, and when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written. And what's the place that it was written? The place where we just read right now. Right? But we'll keep on reading it here, verse 17. Dijeron que le dieron el libro de Isaías y lo abrió porque era ahora su tiempo para leerlo porque era su, el, el, el parte que lo dieron a su familia y lo lea y la parte que, que lea es la, la parte que leemos en Isaías que vamos a leer otra vez aquí. So we read right here in uh, verse 18 and he says, And the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. This is powerful right here. So he goes, and the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set a liberty them that are bruised. Verse 19. To preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Verse 20. And he closed the book. Okay? And then look what it says he did. And he gave it again to the minister and sat down. It just says that, right? And sat down. Dice que leyó esa parte que leemos en Isaías y lo de declaró a todos, cerró la, el libro y se lo dio al ministerio, que el ministro que estaba ahí, y se sentó. Right? ¿Están siguiendo? Oh, ya, ya los perdí. Ya los perdí. Se sentó, okay? But listen to this. And all the eyes, and, and, all, and the eyes of all of them were in the synagogue were fastened on him. 
Y todos los ojos lo estaban viendo. Why? Why were they watching him? What did he do that was different from what was custom to them? He did what he, what was custom, as it said. He came back, being the eldest. He read what his part. But it's where he sat down at. It didn't say that he went back and sat down where they were sitting at. So one would assume that he sat in the seat of Moses. And now that would have been offensive to them. So listen, Jesus reads this, hands the book to the person, comes right here, and he sits down where only who sits? Rabbis. And he wasn't a rabbi in their eyes. He was just a man. But he read what he read, which was what? Let's go back and put that verse back up if you can for me, brother. Uh, the beginning verse, right? I mean, the, uh, the verse from Isaiah. He's going to make me work. And the spirit of, of the Lord of God is upon me, he said. And then he sits down at the seat of Mo- Moses, where we read in Matthew that he was criticizing the Pharisees. And he says, nah, now the prophecy is completed almost saying the Messiah is here. And so it, it, we know that they get a little offensive because we, start, we keep on reading here, and now we're going we're to read here in Luke. Uh, let's go back to the verse, brother, when, he, when it says that he sat down, if we can. Well, brother, brother went all the way back to us. Amen. And he closed the book and gave it again to the minister and sat down, and all the eyes of them were, on the, were fastened on the synagogue on him. But see, I didn't understand this because that would have just seemed normal, right? They're all looking at him. But he read Isaiah. There was nothing new that he was reading in that. But where did he sit down? That became, because look what they say next on verse 21. And he began to say to them, this day is the scripture fulfilled in your ears. So he sat down, but he kept on talking. Now, would it have made sense if he sat down back where they, where they were all sitting? Or does it make sense that he sat in front of them still? Because listen to what he says. This day is the scripture fulfilled in your ears, verse 22. And all bear him witness and wondered at the gracious words which proceeded out of his mouth. And they said, is this, not, is this Joseph's son? Verse 23, and he said unto them, ye will surely say unto me this proverb, physician, heal thyself, whatsoever we have heard done in Capernaum, do also here in thy country. Verse 24, and he said, verily I say unto you, no prophet is accepted in his own country. But I tell you the truth, many widows were in Israel in the days of Elias. And when heaven was shut up three years and six months, when the great famine was throughout all the land. But none of them was, was Elias sent, save unto Sarepta, a city of Sidon, unto a woman that was a widow. So many widows, this, this is where it becomes offensive. Aquí es donde hay poquito ofensa aquí que, que los dice. 
Ahí está sentado en el centro de Moisés, podemos decir, que estaba en, el, en el sinagoga. Y dice esto, que en los tiempos de Elías, que a, a muchos hariseguiros, viudas, y que Elías no vea a no, nadie de ellas, de que eran judíos, pero vea esta, que para ellos era una ofensa. ¿Cómo vas a decir eso que no tuvo compasión para? Pero estaba hablando de otra cosa, la misericordia que es nueva donde estaba sentado. Okay, we remember the mercy seat of the Ark of the Covenant, right? And then you remember the seat of Moses that was now corrupt by what Jesus said, that they were telling him to do things that they weren't doing. So now he's saying, look, look at this new mercy that widows that were Jewish widows weren't visited by uh, Elias, but this widow was. So we keep on reading here, verse uh, 27. And many leap, leapers were in Israel in the time of Elisas, the prophet, and none of them was cleansed, saying, nay, man, the Syrian. Listen to that. Now another one. Now he's sitting at the seat of Moses that's kind of like a hype seat. Let's call it a hype seat. Oh, you're so good. The Jewish people are so this. Do this, do this. And it's all about God just doing for the Jewish people. But now he's sitting at this seat where people are instructing people. And he's reminding them, don't you forget that God was with widows that weren't Jewish. And lepers that weren't Jewish either. Syria. So now you want to get into somebody's business or offend them in their culture, you start to talk bad about some stuff and look what happens next. Aquí, hermanos, estamos viendo que Jesús, que ahora dice que los que tenían, que eran leprosos, que tenían muchos leprosos en ese tiempo. Pero el Señor no sanó o Elías no sanó a ellos, sanó uno que era de otro pueblo, otro país. Y ahora están viendo, oyendo eso, cómo que el Señor hace eso para, y no hizo esto para nosotros. Se ofendieron, pero ¿dónde estaba sentado él cuando estaba diciendo él? Aquí, en el ciento de Moisés. Un lugar que leemos aquí en Mateo, que él dijo que ya estaba corruptido. So we'll keep on reading here, all right? Follow me, follow me. I see a lot of this. I don't know if that's you falling asleep and your mouth's just open or you're having a hard time keeping up. So just, just you can play this back. You can play this back. Lo pueden, si estoy bien rápido, lo pueden. Y sabes que en el YouTube lo puedes bajar el, el speed. Para si no están entendiendo, lo puedes bajar. El, ¿Cómo se El tiempo que, que toca en el, en el YouTube. Pero si, si lo estás entendiendo, si estás viendo que el Señor vino a establecer algo diferente. Sabíamos eso, pero la cultura, como lo hizo, como ofensa. Como estábamos hablando que cuando la mujer vino y lavó sus manos, sus pies, 
como dijeron, ah, si sí sabía él. Era más que nomás eso también. Porque una mujer nunca, no es costumbre para ellas que tocan un hombre. Verse 28. Seguimos leyendo aquí. Entonces todo en la sinagoga fueron qué? Ah, ya, ya, ya fueron de, ah, es el hijo de José, mira, está hablando. Porque vieron, no es este el hijo de José. Y ahora estaban, ¿qué dijo? ¿Que el Señor puede con otros? Yo creía que el Señor nomás era para nosotros. And now the religious, and this is what's so critical for us to understand and uncover is the beauty of Christ. Because he came to a people that had established this type of mindset and weren't even doing his will because they were corrupt. And he sat at the seat that some would say that were there he was not worthy to sit, sit at because it was for masters and rabbis. They didn't know who he was. He was just visiting his home again. But he spoke some words that, that pricked their hearts. And all they in the synagogue, when they heard these things, they were filled with wrath. They weren't just angry. You know, I, I, could, I, I, don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever preached a preaching here, brothers and sisters, where you guys were filled with wrath. Because you know what? It says that they wanted to kill him. You don't know I predicado algo, hermanos. Que, que me quieren matar ustedes. A veces me, me están haciendo mi cabeza así, de ese lado. Pero su cabeza. Pero no siento temor como ellos estaban enojados tanto y que, que no querían, que lo querían matar. They wanted to kill him. Praise the Lord. Talking about disruption, disruptions here, huh? Notifications. So we keep on reading here, and verse, verse 29 says, And rose up and thrust him out of the city, and led him unto the brow of the hill whereon their city was built, that they might cast him down headlong. So they took him out of his city. It was customary for him to read from the scrolls. And they just happened to give him the book of Isaiah. And he went and read that prophecy, saying, look, I'm sent here. And this is, I'm going to do the will of God here with this, what I'm going to do. And he starts by saying to them, mercy, mercy, the new mercy seat, at a place that they used for corruption. Algo poderoso, hermano, cuando pones todo, pero no entendemos todo esto, si no entendemos la cultura. Y hay, hay retratos que tienen, hermanos, del el ciento de Moisés en sinagogas. Lo hicieron de piedra, donde se sentaban para hablar. Y no de leer, era un lugar diferente. Era como abajo del lugar donde estaban poniendo la palabra. Pero lo querían matar. Verse 30 says, But he was passing through the midst of them when his way. Pero se escapó. Porque, hermanos, es cierto estas cosas. A veces tenemos tanto pasión en nuestra cultura que no podemos ver que estamos 
معلن عالجو. You know, brothers and sisters, we have sometimes a lot of errors in our culture, generational errors in our culture, that we don't want to believe that they're wrong, that we'd rather kill someone, saying that cannot be, no. But he knew the word. He was the word. And he said, just so you know this, it's in your books that widows he visited, but they weren't Jewish. Lepers he healed that weren't Jewish. And it was just like for them, like, what? No. Because our God was trying to show something. Amen? If we turn to Daniel 2.47. Si voltamos, hermanos, para Daniel 2.47. El rey habló a Daniel y dijo, Certamente que el Dios vuestro es Dios de dioses. Y el Señor de, ¿qué? Los reyes. Y el descubrió de los ministros. Misterios, <laughs> pues pudiste revelar este arcano. The king answered unto Daniel and said, Of a truth it is that your God is a God of gods, and your Lord of kings, and your Lord of kings, and revealer of secrets, seeing thou couldst reveal these secrets. Now, brothers and sisters, Uh, for, for some of us, this is already like next level stuff. It's like, man, just, you know, teach me Adam and Eve stuff. But for some of us that through the word of God have gotten stuck in things trying to understand why were they all looking at him if he just read what was customary to them? It's because where he sat. He sat in a place to show them and the words that he spoke when he sat. They were offensive to that place that was a place of exhortation, a place of proclaiming that the Jewish people were the only people of God. Muchos no entienden, hermanos, que ese lugar donde se sentaron muchas veces estaban diciendo que los judíos eran la única pueblo de Dios. Y el Señor estaba viniendo para declarar algo nuevo. And there's something powerful about that. So his revealing to us God will reveal to us in times in our lives that we need this, in our families. El Señor va a revelar como aquí en Daniel cosas que pueden venir a nosotros si confiamos en Él y si ponemos nuestra esperanza en Él. Pero si no tienes esperanza, si no tienes confianza en el Señor, si no sabes quién es el Señor o lo que puede ser el Señor, ¿qué esperanza vamos a tener? ¿Qué chance lo vamos a tener? Por eso es una cosa meternos más en la palabra de Dios. Querer meternos más en la palabra de Dios. It's beautiful to discern the scriptures and to go back and forth and understand stuff, but try to understand the context of what's being read. And God will reveal it to you. God will show it to us so we can better understand these things. If we turn to Romans 2.16, si voltamos, hermanos, para Romanos 2, This he uh, says, if the musicians can pass on up also. En el día que juzgaré, juzgará, el Señor lo encubierto de los hombres conforme a, a mi evangelio 
por Jesucristo. In the day when God shall judge the secrets of men by Jesus Christ according, according to my gospel. You know, brothers and sisters, there's things that are hidden from us that are obvious. And some of us just don't see them because of lifestyle choices that we pick. Hay cosas que están escondidos, hermanos, que son claro, pero a veces no queremos a, a, a verlos porque las decisiones que tenemos en nuestras vidas. Ya hemos decidido unas cosas. Some of us have already decided, we're willing to go down with the ship. Hey, you know what? Meet me. I see that iceberg there, but it don't matter. A uno de nosotros no importa, hermanos, si el fin de la cosa es, es terrible. We're willing to take the risk. Some of us are braver. Or we could say, like the word of God says, I'm not saying it, okay? You guys are all looking at me. Fools to think that we're going to be okay. Uno de nosotros podemos creer que vamos a estar bien, hermanos, haciendo y viviendo como estamos viviendo. Si seguimos haciendo eso. Pero el fin de, de la cosa va a ser peor. Y necesitamos a, a, a saber eso. Para, para nosotros que queremos más del Señor. Por eso es importante cuando estamos orando. Le dijimos al Señor, dame más que sabiduría. Porque lo necesito, Señor. Porque ahí vienen cosas en la cultura. Ahí vienen cosas que quieren cambiar. Y pensar que me quieren afectar mi vida. That's why it's so important to understand two things that God gives us wisdom to never get off the foundation. Que no debemos bajarnos de la fundación del Señor. Pero también que entendemos que es su misericordia. So I invite you to understand that. Listen to what I just said. There's two critical things there for a believer. A believer wants to stay on the foundation but not hold on to mercy. And what is mercy? Mercy is understanding that God's not done until he says he's done. ¿Qué es la misericordia de Dios, hermanos? La misericordia de Dios es a veces nosotros ya queremos tirar la llave, ya queremos uh, mandar el, uh, how do you say, sentence, tentación. I like to stump, I like to stump people sometimes. Ya queremos uh, 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 decir, ya, ya, ya está juzgado. Sentencia. Y no es de nosotros. ¿Quién eres tú? ¿Quién eres tú para decir algo? ¿Quién eres tú? Es la misericordia de Dios que todavía estamos vivos nosotros, a unos de nosotros, sabiendo hacer la bien, el bien, todavía hacemos mal. Queremos, hermanos, queremos más del Señor. We want more of the Lord, but we got to understand our responsibility. Is to ask God for wisdom. Ask God for strength. Amen. ¿Por qué nos paramos, hermanos? Le voy a pedir, a pedir uh, si los músicos pueden tocar una alabanza, un canto de alabanza. Que oramos, hermanos, pa, para que el entendimiento de la misericordia de Dios. Amén.